When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, Hard Radio, YouTube TV, Baton Rouge. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Santos in for the vacationing. Kelly Midland Bidlin. Kelly be back next week. Matt's with us uh, for the duration of this week. Josh Towers will join us in studio a little later this hour. Um, on the show, to, uh, by the way, so we'll. Uh, not in studio, but Andy McNeil will join us to talk about Central Division and some macro hockey betting thoughts here momentarily. Um, and tomorrow on the show, in studio, Spanky joins us. How about that? Spanky in studio with us tomorrow, Matt, so that's fun. And we'll talk about Spank Odds and everything that's on his mind. We look forward to that here on a numbers game. First, though, it is Thursday. He's not in studio, but he is remote, and he's happy to, uh, or we're happy, I should say, to... Uh, uh, the fact that he spends some time with us nonetheless, even though he's not here. Unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger. Oh, yeah. Brand new intro. So dramatic. Yeah. There you go, Bill Krakenberger, everybody. Where are you at? That sounds like the music that Rocky when he ran up the steps almost. <laughs> I was ready to... Jump out of the chair. Maybe we uh, could get video. Detroit. Maybe we get video of you running up those steps. You think that would happen? Well, it won't be a run. It'll be a soft jog. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So I'm back east. Uh, I have to take care of some things over here. And uh, you know, Gil, I wanted to get right into last week's segment that you and I had. You know, we we rocked the world with some things here. I, I, like I say. Uh, people, uh, you, you and I on this show can really talk about some things that most people can't talk about from personal experience. So, um, you had the experience going over to planet Hollywood and some bad, uh, rude service and just some bad service in general. I had the same thing in Atlantic city at the wild west and Tropicana. And, uh, we, we definitely cause a stir because as soon as I walked in Caesar's palace, Everyone knew, the director, everyone who said, Bill, thank you very much for the kind words, because I gave them kind words, but that they should be the benchmark for training people in the corporation, how friendly they are, knowledgeable, uh, really good staff. And obviously, I think I rocked the boat a little bit because I know Tropicana uh, knows about what happened over there. So, uh, and and did you say you went to Planet Hollywood yes. also, Gil? Yes. So, and, and there were... so later that day, right, later that day, I made a bet over at Planet yep. Hollywood. <laughs> And um, I'll, I'll quote you afterwards. You go, not only 99.9% did they listen, but 100% they did. Because they couldn't have been more like, 
going out of their way to be kind, right? They walk, I could tell the supervisor was like, you know, she, she sort of put eyes on me and she helped out the ticket. Right. What else is there? Anything else you need is, can we get you anything? I was like, okay, I get it. You guys, you guys are in it. I appreciate it, but that's great. Right. That's if, if we can, I mean, that's the whole point of doing this, right? This, this one just happened to be about that, but you know, we've done in the past with actual shenanigans, with actual bets, Right, that they've made, that they've tried to get out of paying. And, you know, like I said, if, if all we do here over the years, if people look back on that, well, we're long gone. If all people look back on this show and they're like, well, I do remember that he got us paid on that. And I do remember that he, that he made that point and they started acting nice about that. Then we've done, that's half of our job, right? So to, to the extent that that's a positive thing, great. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, no, I'm glad we did it. And uh, let's get on to it because I only have eight minutes here. I want to get on to a couple other things. So there's a... <laughs> Sorry. There's a, oh, Sorry. no, I wanted to just, yeah. like, trying to get everything in. Okay. Sorry to just switch around. <laughs> That's all right. This is a big one, though, because my, my buddy calls me up, uh, and, and this is before I got on the plane. He's like, there's a guy over here in, in Vegas at Treasure Island. He just walked through, and he's literally trying to sell methods of winning on slots. And I, I tweeted it out yesterday. Don't fall for con men going around telling you they have a winning slot system. And, and literally, he has – actually clients because now i'm finding out from other people yes this guy's on instagram he's doing videos uh, a lot of people evidently knew who he was i i didn't know this it's on youtube it's on instagram and this guy's going all around and tiktok actually going all around you know explaining people about these machines that are absolute bs by the way what he's doing is he's just going into the high roller room and trying to tell me hey, this one is due uh, you know, honestly, it's hard to believe someone would even fall for that. But then again, P.T. Barnum, he said, you know, there's uh, a sucker born every every minute. So um, I just want people, listen, people listening to this show, they're, they're, they're already uh, schooled on, you know, positive EV and smart gamblers. So they're listening to this network. But it's good if we could just avoid one person because you could you could fall into this trap by, you know, a, a guy that's a good con man, and, and uh, this guy actually supposedly is from L.A., and he's telling people about these slot systems, and it's it's total BS. Now, granted, there is things in the casino you can beat long-term. Uh, trust me, there is. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to ruin people's earn. But what this particular person is doing is absolutely nothing to do with that. And this, comes, this happens every once in a while, Gil. You ever hear anything like this? Um, not on that. pitching slots things right like that's yeah that's a little uh new but uh, yeah i mean there's always someone i mean the thing about the thing about sports betting which i think we could all relate to is someone will appear right someone will show up out of the blue and the you know the the approach they take is i know everything right off the top you've never right. heard of the person before right and there's that's the thing about betting is that people are so willing to believe in that kind of thing. People want to believe in, oh, someone has the answers. Let me, maybe, and maybe that's in every industry, right? But in ours, it certainly feels like that, that sprouts up every, every once in a while. Was there something, was there a yeah. tweet you wanted to talk about also? Was that something you? Know? Yeah, they're going into this last segment here, there, this, this is the last uh, half of the segment here. So I have to give you and your show and even the network credit. A couple of years ago, I don't know if you remember this or not, I came on, and I said, listen, when I make a bet at two certain sports books in town, it's the bet gets on a text chain with 
by the way, there was guys in four different sports books in this town, four in, in Las Vegas, four, only because I read it myself. I seen it. Someone sent me a copy of it. So I knew it anyway. I knew it was going on. So in other words, I work in a sports book, Bill Krakenberger bets, and I text, hey, Bill Krakenberger just bet team A, you know, minus two and a half points. And it goes to the other guys at the other sports book, the other, other sharper guys, by the way. I don't even mind all that, Gil. What I mind is someone at Sportsbook B or C taking my bet and betting it somewhere before I bet it. So, and that 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 was that's the problem. As a matter of fact, in the tweet, this this all started by Circa Sports. There's a Circa Sports text chat, I guess, or or tweet or Twitter page. Just a reminder: repeating bets made at Circa outside this room to non-Circa sports employees is a fireable offense. So, in other words, if someone in that room texts another person outside the, the company, they would get fired. Well, if that was the case, then half the town will be fired. Because, <laughs> you know, not, I shouldn't say half the town, but a, a large portion. And listen, I'll tear it up. If I worked in a sports book, I would want to know what someone like Bill Krakenberger or the other sharp guys or other syndicate groups bet. So... It's good that they did that. I put. I, I actually put. It's great that Circa is attempting to implement something like this. In the past, I know 100% fact that others shared this, looking for kickbacks. And I'll I'll say it again. Honestly, I don't think any sports book in the world can pay employees enough money not to share info to others to bet for themselves. Now, yeah, I mean, I was because when I, I was on the, this show, I, I yeah. had it happen. It stopped instantly, and it was happening for a month at a time, and it stopped as soon as I went on the show and talked about it. Now, I don't see it happening to that extent anymore. Go ahead, Gil. No, no, I was just going to ask you, because you don't really expect, you, you just said it yourself, you beat me too, which is, you don't ever expect that to really ever stop, right? Like, it may have moments where it no. will go away, but it's always going to come back, right? Sure, and, and Gil, you and I would do the same thing. If we worked in a sports book, I would definitely want to know, and I'd be betting it. I have no problem with that. My problem was betting into a shop my game before I get to it because I'm, I'm not. You can't bet. Uh, you can't bet through a bot on the apps in Nevada. Right, but so, I'm referring. Yeah, I'm referring to. Them. I'm referring to that specific point, which is you're right. From an integrity, honorable, you know, I'll even say the word fantasy from from a, from a world in which honor and integrity was job number one. That wouldn't happen, right? They would wait for you to bet it first, and then they would do it. But you don't expect that. I mean, you don't expect that to change. You don't expect honor and integrity to rule the day in this uh, side of the world, do you? I guess you're right. But it's it's much better now. A lot of the people got moved around. There was other casinos, major. They went on to different sports books now. And, um, you know, they, they just have to, if they're going to bet, they just have to do it uh, fundamentally sound where it's not going to affect my market or other, by the way, I'm, I'm not trusting. There's a lot of people sharper than me. I'm not saying that other people also, they were betting their games. So yeah. um, hopefully, hopefully it stopped. I didn't realize that Circa actually would post something like that and tweet something like that. And uh, I just think it's an interesting subject. It is. Uh, of people betting. And, and like I said, I don't blame them. I would do the same thing. But I would just do it undercover with smaller shops or smaller limits or yeah. beard in. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, again, it comes back to 
if you obviously you're not going to do it, you know, if you find out from Joe Schmo over here what he's betting or what she's betting, you're not necessarily interested in that. But if it's if it's from a source you respect, right, and you right. And, and you think that there's something about what's behind that bet, then uh, that's where the temptation exists for that. Um, but as they as they tweeted out, a fireable offense. Um, fireable. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I don't know. It's tried and true, right? It's just that's one of these things that's always going to exist on this side of the world, I think. And you're right. I'm not saying anything you're saying is wrong. It's 100% right that you wish it was this way and not that way. But, you know, just another sort of glimpse into what goes on behind the scenes uh, in the uh, in the world of sports betting. Where are you, Bill, by the way? We're, safe safe travels. Uh, yeah, on the East Coast. And uh, we're done already? I, it's yeah, like we, the scene in Rounders. I feel so unsatisfied. Okay, so, see you later. I'm sorry. We'll talk next week. Come in studio. We'll do an hour. Coming back with Andy McNeil and Josh Towers next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game right here at VSIN, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Skill Alexander. Don't forget about our hockey preview guide. It's the NHL season prep guide. That's what we are. Uh, that's what we're calling it. And well, Andy McNeil is prominently featured in it. The NHL, the NHL season that is almost here, and all of our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. It is called the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide. Available now. Strategies, best bets for the season ahead. In-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy, who's joining us momentarily, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. It's a must-have guide, key insights, and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge. Get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Speak of the devil. Andy McNeil, everybody, our hockey betting analyst here and uh, prominently featured in that hockey season prep guide. Uh, there he is. Look at him. What is that? What is that whole thing? Uh, I, I challenge you to find somebody else featured in the NHL betting guide, Bill. I know you probably didn't have a chance right. to uh, to read it yet, but uh, I challenge you to find uh, another hockey betting expert to uh, to be that, that's featured in there. Challenge not accepted. Not accepted whatsoever. That's 
<laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, we did a little Pacific division yesterday, and you had yeah. you had some pretty solid thoughts on that. The Central might not be as sexy. Uh, Avalanche, of course, the defending, Nash, uh, defending Stanley Cup champions, they're minus 165 to win the Central. No real surprise there. Um, no other team really got deep into the postseason last year, but uh, the Wild are the only other team in single digits, the Minnesota Wild, to uh, win the division at 4-1. to one. Everybody else, beginning with the Preds and the Blues, 10-1 to one and beyond. What are your thoughts here in the Central? Yeah, the Avalanche, uh, I mean, they've got a 62% chance of, of finishing first in the division uh, by my estimation, which uh, equates to about minus 163. So, you know, not not much of an edge there. Uh, definitely not anything worth uh, tying up money for an entire season for. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, the Central Division isn't as sexy as some of the other uh, divisions. And uh, that, that has a lot to do with the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche. There's just such a big gap between them and the next best team, which is probably the Minnesota Wild. Although, um, you know, the St. Louis Blues are close behind. And there's a, a, a grouping of teams there that, I mean, things could could work out any any which way. We've got the Predators, the Jets, the Stars, uh, and and the Blues and the, and the, the Wild uh, all in the, the mix there trying to fight for a playoff spot. So um, I've seen a lot of people kind of pick on the Central Division as far as, you know, who are some teams that maybe made the playoffs last year uh, that could be in danger of, of falling out uh, this time around? And and I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, you know, you look at teams like the Jets and the Preds and, and the Stars, and, and their chances are, are closer to coin flips than, than some of the other better teams. But, yeah, I, I think my most interesting central division bet isn't uh, a team future or a, a, a point uh, or regular season point total or anything like that. It's... Kale McCarr to win the the MVP, the Hart Trophy at fifteen hmm. to one. Um, we're looking at a, a you know an exceptional player here. He's only twenty three years old. The voters, the people that the you know the the hockey writers, the hockey world is totally enamored with this player right now. He put up um, uh, he scored at a ninety one point pace last season, uh, and and that was on on a team uh, you know on a great team. But McKinnon, Landeskog. Uh, Devin, uh, Devin Taves, uh, uh, or Devon, sorry, Taves. Um, uh, the list goes on. There's a, there's a whole list of Avalanche players that missed a ton of time last year. Uh, and, and we've got people projecting McKinnon to have a career year, which uh, I think he will if he plays close to all 82 games. And McCarr is going to be right there along his side. And if a defenseman uh, could finish, you know, top five in the league in scoring, um, which some people have him, you know, projected to be up in and around that, that area in the top ten, uh, I think uh, I think he's a great bet to uh, to win the award uh, because you know there's a little voter fatigue out there. As great as Connor McDavid is, and if he if he puts up 140 or 150 points, uh, it's going to be tough for people to vote against him. Um, but if, if he has sort of an average season and a player like McCarr maybe is becomes the first defenseman to score 100 points uh, since Brian Leach back in 1992, I believe. I think that would be enough to get some some people to swing his way. Okay, so you're not talking James Norris trophy here for best defenseman. You're talking yeah. hard. You're talking hard for yeah. MVP. What's the number Go you're seeing it. on him again? Uh, 15 to 1. I mean, he's like a plus okay. 125 fa- uh, favorite to win the Norris trophy. Uh, so, I mean, you know, he, he's kind of a lock to, to win the Norris unless he gets gets hurt. But, um, 
But, yeah, I'm going to go with him to win the heart. Okay. We'll move on to the next two divisions uh, over the course of the next week or so. But some of the other things, and by the way, I have been, while you're talking, furiously looking to see who else was prominently <laughs> featured in this prep guide. And uh, I've come up empty so far. Uh, but you do have some other interesting little uh, sidebars, if you will, in the prep guide. One of which is the three things that new NHL better should know before getting started. What should they know, Andy? Well, you know, this isn't NFL. You don't get your, your one day or three days a week to uh, to do your betting. Uh, this is a nonstop uh, eight-month-long season that really only breaks for about three days uh, during the holidays and, and maybe four days uh, around the All-Star break, uh, but it's nonstop. Uh, aside from that, it's, it's taxing on teams and players. I mean, if you want a good example, you look at home teams have won 55% of the time over the last five seasons. Their win rate drops to 50% in the second half of a back-to-back. So fatigue uh, is a big thing. Um, and there's a, a great schedule guide uh, in the, the hockey guide um, that lists all the rest days uh, and, and tired spots like back-to-backs and three games and four nights, et cetera. Um, so that's that's something to, 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 to be aware of. It's a, it's a long and uh, arduous process trying to handicap the NHL on a day-to-day basis. And hockey's changing, too. Um, favorites, I mean, you know, this used to be the coin flip sport, right? And favorites won 64% of the time last year. That was up a couple of percentage points uh, from the season before. And if you look wow. at the the number of big favorites that we're seeing, uh, we're talking teams that have an implied win probability of 70% or more. Um, we used to very rarely see those those sorts of uh, odds on, on the, the game lines on a day-to-day basis. Uh, now we're seeing those quite frequently, almost you know 17% of the time last season. That's up from 5% three years ago. So um, it's a, a different league now. Um, the gap, like I said before, the gap between the best teams and the worst teams uh, is is a lot bigger. And uh, don't be surprised to see some of these big minus 400, minus 500 favorites this season. Maybe not as much as we did last year, but um, I, it, it'll definitely happen. Yeah. So uh, someone someone once said the chasm between the haves and the have-nots is growing uh, bigger and bigger in, in other sports. Now it applies to uh, to hockey. So uh, and maybe you just mentioned this with the numbers, but have you done any? Is so did you go back and look last year? Um, how much of you know? Let's say minus three fifty and above, minus four hundred above. Did you do any research on that? Like how how often did they come home? Oh yeah, I, I did. Uh, I I have that somewhere, but I'm sorry, I don't have no, it uh, pulled just, up right now. But yeah, I mean. I, I'd have to. I'd have. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head, but I do think things. Um, if anything, the the favorites were kind of winning at a at a higher rate than expected. Uh, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, because I remember. I mean, one of the things we used to talk to you about, particularly on primetime action, was, "Hey, Andy. I mean, this team's a five, minus four fifty. Isn't this an auto bet on you know the team they're playing?" And most of the time, right? Most of the time, you'd be like, "Nah, not really. I have it at minus you know four thirty or whatever you had it at." And um, and then the other the, the follow up question to that was always, "Okay." You know, in game now it's now it's zero zero after a period, and we're still almost getting that same price. Now we're dealing with a smaller you know amount yep. of game. Do we play the dog at that point? And I don't remember that quite as vividly, but I think you were also kind of cautionary about that usually. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, not of course not blindly, but I do think uh, and that approach I, I I like a little bit more because the, you know the the sample size is uh, the the time that you've had, they've had to win the game is. Uh, is you know shrinking and luck is is becoming such a, a big factor in those scenarios. So I do I do like those um, you know if you can get a, get some of those situations throughout the season where you've got a big dog pregame preflop uh, huge dog preflop and and you can get them at a similar price or a much better price sorry 
uh, later on in the game and at a, in a tied game. All right, we have about 90 seconds to do one other sidebar that you have here in the prep guide, which is what type of hockey handicapper do you choose to be? What, you know, you got to choose your approach. What do you mean by that? Well, I, I think for most people, you know, with, with normal lives that, that don't dedicate their entire existence to uh, handicapping hockey like I do, <laughs> I, think, uh, yes. I think futures, futures bets are probably your, your best bet in a lot of ways. You're not going to find an edge, uh, some of the edges that you, you find in these markets on a day-to-day basis in the regular season. So, um, you know, obviously you can, you can try to, to make your own odds like I do and um, approach things like that. That's a, a pretty logical way, but uh, it, it's definitely a long process to get to the point where there's something of value generated from that. Uh, and then the information game, I mean, a lot of people, that's kind of, that was a big part of my repertoire years ago. But now it's really tough to, you know, act on information unless you're sitting in front of the screen. Things are very reactionary. There's somebody like myself out there that's already beaten you to it. If Connor McDavid was announced out of the game five minutes ago, you're already too late. Uh, and that's, you know, 10 years ago, you could check check Twitter on your coffee break and maybe catch up on things. But that's pretty hard to do these days. Um, and then, of course, you, got, you know, you can take a, a, the data mining approach. Um, but uh, that 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 data that that comes from that is often uh, noisy and incomplete. So I don't I don't recommend taking that approach. Yeah, uh, what I took away from that was there's always pesky people like you out there, Andy, who uh, dedicate who have no lives that are dedicating it all right to, to hockey. It's, I mean, no life. That's harsh. I, uh, that is harsh. The man has a whole family, for goodness sakes. I said that with love and respect. You know where I'm coming from. Andy McNeil, everybody. We'll talk uh, Metropolitan and Atlantic over the next week. We'll have you back. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Andy McNeil, everybody, at Digital Gambler, the NHL Prep Guide, available at Visa.com. Josh Towers in studio next. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to Visa Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance, a recap of the top plays made by Visa show hosts and guests, 24 7 videos, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips. Updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. A Brown, ALB underscore ATC. I uh, said Gil has the best take on <clears throat> Gil has the best take on Aaron Judge. Anyone celebrating uh, and now relatively meaningless milestone. Better get geeked for uh, in-game cut-ins of, uh, he says, Jonathan India at-bats after hitting in 43 straight games. That's not happening currently, but yeah, I get the point. Uh, Master of Puppets. Thoughts on using Bengals in Survivor? Yeah, again, I can't get there. I cannot get there for Survivor with the Bengals. Too much respect for the Dolphins. I, I think there's other better options on Sunday. Uh, let's see. This is from John Fitzgibbons. Gil, are you saying you're not persuaded by spot play analysis? Talking about the Bengals and the Dolphins, how it's a great spot for the Bengals and not a good spot for the Dolphins. He said Matt Brown would be so <laughs> Matt Brown would be so proud of, proud of you. Um, by the way, the guy was asking about playing the Bengals in Survivor. He also follows up by saying, trying to talk myself off of it. I could use Green Bay, but would like to avoid that if possible and root for the Pats. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If you are applying any game theory to Survivor this weekend then you do not play the Green Bay Packers because that's really going to be, I think, by, obviously this is no, no huge statement here. The question becomes just what the percentage 
not if it's going to be the biggest team played. It obviously will be this week in the NFL and Survivor. But what's the percentage? Do 50% of the remaining Survivor entries play the Packers? If, you've dis- if you think so, or if it's any hugely prominent percentage, do you just not play them and hope for the carnage? By the way, Bill Belichick, in case you missed it, still saying that Mac Jones is day-to-day. He said that double-digit amount of times at his press conference, by the way. It's day-to-day. Mac Jones is day-to-day. Yeah, that's still day-to-day. <laughs> over and over. Uh, let's see here. Action Albatross. Playing fast and loose with the phrase back in the day after a few weeks. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's why I was, I was referring to Jeff Parles as a producer back in the day. You're correct. That was uh, I was playing fast and loose with that. Um, and on and on with the tweets. We appreciate it uh, very much. All the feedback over there. Oh, here's one more. Uh, Vegas Valkyrie. Seriously, why 12 minutes of crack on a Thursday? Gil, I'm feeling empty inside. Oh, because he, he's doing his thing remotely. If he's in studio, we'll do the full hour. But, um, yeah, happy to have him just for even the segment there. Josh Towers, kind enough to join us in studio, former major leaguer and, of course, VSIN vet. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm the Krakenberg replacement. No, 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 not just you. <laughs> not just you. We would not ask you. <laughs> To be the sole replacement of Bill Krakenberger. I love it. Let me go back to that first tweet yeah, here. Let's do it. So Aaron Judge hits his 61st home run of the season. Can we do a little sports talk radio here for a second? Hits his 61st home run that ties the Yankees record, that ties the American League record set by Roger Maris. And uh, the cut-ins to watch all of these. Because last I checked, Mr. Towers, he's still 12 shy of the actual record. He's seventh all-time. That seems like a lot of commotion for seventh all-time, doesn't it? <laughs> Man, I thought about this so much, Gil. Yeah. I mean, listen, Barry hit 73. I think, you know, Mark hit 70. And, you know, for me, Sammy's the only one that I even have an asterisk with. And it's it's not steroids. It's the cork bat. Cork. cork. Massively. Cork literally came out of his massively bat. Massively different, right? And yeah. so I, I, I think we have such short-term memories in life. And, and to an extent, I'm talking about us on the outside right now looking in. The fans and the people talking about this and how they're trying to give Aaron Judge credit for being the home run leader, tying the all-time home run, and we, you know, we, we discount Barry Bonds. For you and I, it's hard because you're a Giants fan and I'm a baseball fan, and I got to face Barry, and the reality is, is it, he was on a different level of being the best of all time. It's not even yep. close, right? Yep. And, and it has nothing to do with perception of what you think he did. I mean, we, we just put a guy in the Hall of Fame who was on the list of getting caught. But Correct. it's cool for him. But not for Barry. Because so, he's lovable. Because he's lovable. It's 100% right. He's a great person. His personality We're talking is, about David Ortiz. talking about David. His, yeah. his personality is amazing, man. And, and we love the guy, so it's easier to root for him. Barry Bonds had this reputation of not being a very good guy. Well, if you know him, you'd probably think differently, but whatever, right? Right. And so we want to discount this, and then we had this whole steroid thing where it's like past O2, where they came in, I told you they came in our clubhouse and were like, hey, we're going to test. If 5% of you or more test positive, it's forever. If 2.5% of you test positive or test negative, we'll never do it again. We couldn't stay off for one year, right? Selfishly, we wanted to make money or whatever the case may be. And so now it's tainted the history of the game. And so our perception is everybody pre-02 never took anything. Right. Or, well, to an extent, right? And then everybody post-02, if you got caught, like recently we see Tatis and these guys, then you did take something. The fact of the matter is, is I can't prove anything outside of conversation, but you'd be sure surprised like how many coaches I've spoke to about We've all done something, but it's kind of like that out of sight, out of mind. And for whatever reason, Barry Bonds is just getting beat down with this. And so 
we see this going on with Aaron Judge, which is one of the amazing seasons. Like, we're it's not discounting anything about again, what this kid's done. Again, and, people, people, we can hold two thoughts in our heads at the same time. I love Aaron oh Judge. My. What a I great kid. I love Aaron Judge. He's awesome in every way, right? Bro, and, and he's the he's, he's the... The prototypical Yankee, he handles media well. He studied Jeter perfectly, obviously. Be- beloved by all his teammates. Everybody loves his kid. And I feel yeah. bad for him on one hand he's caught in the because he's caught in the middle of us yeah. on the outside doing all this stuff. Right. On the inside, you saw how much it meant to all of them last night and what he did. And, and for any baseball fan who's actually playing the game, Roger Maris and Babe Ruth were, were in our heads our whole lives. And then all of a sudden, Barry Bonds came into play, right? Yeah. And so history has – there's more years of history with that than there was with Barry, and so that number kind of sticks. There's movies made of 61, et cetera, right? right. So it kind of sticks a little bit more, and then it's a Yankee thing. And so <laughs> I respect all that. But if we're really talking about this single season, it's not a conversation. If we're talking about the American League or the Yankees, which is pretty iconic, and yeah. you got that Monument Park, which we see yeah. every day as a Yankee player, it's very, very special. Um, it's, a, it's a nice number to hit as a player, but – my, my thing gets back, and we won't, we won't believe this anymore. My thing gets back to what you're talking about with, like, the Ortiz thing, right? Like, that's the that's the hypocrisy, right? It is. Like, like, let's see a guy like if Ivan uh, Ivan Rodriguez. Pudge, yeah. Who is love? People love Pudge, right? Do you remember that season that he came back from after an offseason after using, and he was like a skeleton? <laughs> and I'm like, really? We're not going to say anything about this? Like, come on. It's so, it's so like, pick and choose. You can't do that. No, you, you can't. can't. You uh, about the Yankees, and I asked this of, I've said this many times. I'm like, I can't wait to bet against them come division series. Do you buy into the fact that they are a vulnerable postseason team? I do. I, again, this series in Toronto, like, I think we kind of like nailed it with the Blue Jays and then them and who was going to win. It's kind of, it's set up kind of perfectly for betting. Um, the, I, I've always said coming into the postseason, I didn't think that they were going to be very good. The offense is not going to be the reason they win, right? And you got to go back to why they're in this position. So the starting pitching was so good. Well, the starting pitching has kind of diminished a little bit. I think Ty owns it on pretty well. Yep. I, as much as I hate saying this, I don't think we can trust Garrett Cole. Nestor Cortez is not relevant at this moment. Let me ask you about Garrett Cole, because this is the beauty of having you in, like having Pritch in to talk football. The beauty right. of having you in is you actually play the game at the highest level. When you see Garrett Cole, when things are going well, things are going well. He's a little pouty when things don't. Does that, like, do you notice that about him? Oh, you're pointing out yourself? No, I'm pouring my heart. <laughs> yeah. Like, chin check yourself uh, at times, right? I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's easy to be, to feel sympathetic or to want to make excuses, et cetera. When I'm on the mound, it's hard for me thinking about Garrett Cole because he is so big, he is so strong, he is so dominant with his stuff, but he gets like that. And so what does he do? He starts to overthrow, and then he starts to elevate the ball. And I don't care if you throw 110. If it's flattened up, it's going to – Jordan Hicks, it's going to get turned around all day. It doesn't matter, right? And so, like, at times I just want to go out to the mound and, like, just kind of slap him a little bit, you know? I want to be that pitching coach that doesn't say something nice, that goes out there and says something that kind of offends you a little bit because I think at times he needs to be – and I don't know the kid at all, but I think he needs to be mentally checked because he is way too dominant of a pitcher. He should be the best in the game outside of maybe Verlander. And I just don't understand why he does that. We see it all the time. He goes to Minnesota. He goes to Toronto. Boston. Always bet against Garrett Cole in Boston. For whatever reason, it's just like once he gives up a home run and it's flat in the first, it's game over. He doesn't really reverse course. As you look, we're we're on the cusp of the postseason, obviously. Yeah. New format. I kind of love it, to be honest with you. It's super crunched up. But what's the what's the club that none of us are really focusing in on? That is either in the playoff picture or the outside looking in could get in, let's say in the National League. We'll, we'll throw the Brewers in that respect into the mix. Um, what's What's the team that you think we're sleeping on? 
First off, if the Phillies blow this to the Brewers, <laughs> come on, <laughs> man, please don't. It's blowable. I want to see Bryce Harper and Bryson Stott in the postseason so bad. Um, Seattle. I think Seattle's a team. Too. I think they're so that, dangerous. That is the universal answer to this question on this show. Is it? It's like the like we're three for three on Good, Seattle. Good, I'm betting against them now then. <laughs> <laughs> too uh, many people. I would love to say Cleveland because I think their pitching is so good and they do everything right, small ball, put the ball in play. Houston, to me, is the best team in baseball. I think the Dodgers, if, if any team goes in there and doesn't really give them credit, I don't think their pitching has enough to shut down at this point because I don't think anybody's like really healthy enough. Um Tampa has too many inconsistencies for me, but Seattle, again, with Castillo, I think Robbie Ray, I think the fact that they always seem to score in the first inning and set that tone for themselves. And if you, like, if you really look at their lineup, like they, again, okay, so look at Seattle, look at the Yankees. We know all the Yankees' names. We don't really get as much publicity with, the, with, with Seattle's roster, but if you really break down that roster, it's absolutely loaded, and their depth is fantastic. Yeah, we'll see what Julio's story is. They're going to be there. dangerous, yeah. with or without him, right? Yeah, well... I sure think so. Would, they have sure enough would, guys. Sure would they be put Frazier in the top of the lineup. By the way, Brewers, half game behind the Phillies. That's amazing. Uh-oh. Phillies do own the tiebreaker, though. But that is a race in and of itself. More with Josh Towers on the other side. We'll ask him about the Braves and the Mets. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app. 
Featured a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in, uh, log in today, rather, to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. Pro tip of the hour, Matt Santos. You want to do that now? Let's do that now, shall we? Uh, pro tip of the hour is actually, uh, we're cheating. It's from last hour, but we just wanted to point this out because we don't usually do trends on this show. In fact, it's very rare for us to uh, to do something. But this one with uh, this one with Matt Rule just is worth making a pro tip once. And that is, you know, pay attention to certain ones as so ridiculous that uh, they're worth noting. And Matt Rule and the Panthers, once again, are 1-25 straight up when allowing their opponent to score 17 or more points. Let me, let, me, uh, let me repeat that one more time. Matt Rule and the Panthers, 1-25 straight up lifetime when allowing their opponents to score 17 or more points. Not more, not 24 or more, not 30 or more, 17 or more. All your pro tips available, by the way, at VEASAN.com. That's our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only, though, at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. It's Gil Alexander, and uh, Josh Towers kind enough to join us once again in studio. We get tweets at uh, Beating the Book. Chris Belm chimes in. Chimes in. He goes, why is the AL home run record a thing? Do they have NFC, AFC records or East-West Conference records that people care about? Well, that's old tried-and-true baseball thing. I mean, there are there are league records. That's uh, as old as baseball is. Um, so I don't I don't mind there being records. I just the exalting of said record when it is not the major league record is what we're referring to here. Uh, Brad at Spiderweb because you're feeling bad for Aaron Judge for all the wrong reasons. How many does Judge hit if he was on the juice? To which I respond. How many does Bonds hit if he played at Yankee Stadium? What would be the number if Bonds played at Yankee Stadium? What would be the home run record, Josh? <laughs> Told you off air. Say it it's again. like 117. <laughs> 117. There's no You're, foul ball outs. It's, all, it's extra pitches. <laughs> it's short porch. Oh, my God. Josh, I have to take you to task. Is, uh, one thing he would hit the subway, dude. <laughs> one, thing, one thing you said uh, last, uh, last time you were on, which I have to uh, – I have to bring up because people will be upset with me if I don't. Is you you said, hey, if the Yankees clinch, they might sit Judge, and and I was like afterwards, I was like Josh was making out outlandish claims, like he invented the question mark, like an Austin <laughs> Bowers. Do do you regret saying that? Do you believe you were completely out of bounds for saying that now? What do you think happens in his next six games? He'll play two of the last three. Well, he's still got to break it, right? Got to break the Yankees, right? He doesn't right? have to do anything. Well, you think they'll sit him now and they won't, he won't have a I chance to break it? I think all the Yankees care about is everybody's healthy going into the postseason. So you, so let me get this straight. But there's six games left. Okay, there's six games left. And he's going to be relaxed, too. But what you're saying is, because Aaron Judge, they, they gave him, like, yesterday, they already clinched the division, right? Aaron mm-hmm. Boone, like, he didn't even manage, right? Like he did from behind yeah. the scenes, but it was, you know, Rizzo doing the managing. And he, he offered to Aaron Judge. He said, "Hey, you can sit this one out." And Aaron Judge was like, "Nope." You oh. saw his. You saw the, the the fist pump as he crossed home plate, right? You see what it means. You saw yes. Rizzo and all the guys jump up, and it was just like, "Oh, like it's it was it's so important to them." Six, Even, six games left. Give me the over under on how many games Judge plays. Four. Four. Yeah, and I'll take the under. <laughs> he set his own line and made a bet on it. Boy, if life were only like that. Uh, Alan Mitchell, by the way, says, Survivor, did I understand uh, Chris Andrews on Monday 
um, correctly when he said his pro tip is, you know, when a team is a minus three and a half and they settle in as a minus three and a half, that they usually come through. Uh, yeah, that's what he did say. That was a whole pro tip about minus three and a halfs and plus two and a halfs, um, where people people tend to think uh, counterintuitively on this. Or, or people think, or, or what he says is, people think intuitively, but really you should be counterintuitive. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you, you understood it correctly, great as always. Thank you, Alan Mitchell. We appreciate that. And on and on. Um, with these tweets, we appreciate it. Okay, uh, Braves and Mets. Wait, let's go back to the oh. Matt Rule thing. Yes. it's That's a very common thing. If you watch around sports and you have certain managers or coaches, um, I've seen it in baseball a lot, too. It's like once we get to a point where we're losing, they don't know how to manage. Again, I, I get down in the game. We see in baseball all the time. Once we're down, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to my losing bullpen, not my good bullpen. Instead of learning how to keep the game where it is and give your team an opportunity to come back, we, we have this reverse mindset of, like, yeah, you go ahead and go in, or I'm not going to do this or that, where other coaches don't. And so, obviously, you get a guy like Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers who don't know how to come back and win. Um, there was another stat. The Packers had some crazy stat like that, too. It was, like, after a bye week or something. It was some amazing stat. But, like, I don't follow trends too much as well as much as I follow trends of certain players. Yeah. But that is a very common thing with certain coaches because, like, we're, we get so robotic and we don't know how to get out of our comfort zone. And that's why the Belichicks of the world and – you know, these guys in Baltimore and the good coaches, that's why there's, they have more winning success. That's why you see closer games and, and you see games like, again, I don't really – the guy in Miami has some work to do, but that comeback in, in Miami at Baltimore, and there's a reason those things happen because coaches are willing to do certain things or put themselves in an uncomfort zone, and obviously guys like Matt Rule are not. Scott C. chimes in. He goes, the phrase that you use, being able to hold two thoughts in one's head at the same time, articulates such a common problem people have when holding fast to an argument without understanding the larger conversation. Love it so much. Hashtag pragmatism. Yeah, man, that's why I say it. I heard it, right? Well, it's because it's, it, as soon as you make that, as soon as you talk about like it's not the right, people think you dislike Aaron Judge. Yeah, no, no, you, no, I don't. I love him. I, I, like awesome. I, I mean, we tune in every day to see. Every day I'm on my phone. Yeah. Did he hit one yet? Did he hit one yet? I mean, I can't you know, wait. A fan. I can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait to see him in a Giants uniform next year. Can't oh, wait. Oh, listen. Listen. <laughs> All right. Mets and Braves. You're going to have no pitching. Mets, <laughs> Mets, Mets and Braves have the biggest <laughs> the biggest regular season series in all of baseball this year beginning tomorrow. Wait, what's bigger? This series or their following series? I mean, well, the Mets got the Nationals at home and these yeah. Braves got to go to Miami. Do you really want to go to Miami for the last three games? <laughs> I know that's no, what, I don't. That I, I, that's that's why this is so fascinating. Hey, right? Give because me give me Cabrera or Sandy Alcantara and Cabrera back to back. I don't know who's pitching that, but you definitely don't want to see those dudes the last series of the year. This is why. This is why the phrase Mets gonna Mets right sort of hovers over this. <laughs> so so you have six games left for both teams, but yeah. the first three are against each other. Now, weather permitting, they will be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We shall see. There is a contingency plan again for a split doubleheader on Sunday and maybe a postponement to August 6th, the day in between the regular season and the postseason, which would perhaps help the Braves because they could get a pitcher more favorable in there if it happens to be a Sunday. Anyway, we don't want to get into that because there's too many ifs. But let's say it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Bassett versus Freed in game one. The Braves will be favored. Game two, it'll be DeGrom versus Kyle Wright. The Mets will be favored. Game three will be Scherzer versus Charlie Morton. The Mets will be favored again. Right now. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Oh, you're not so sure? Yeah, sure they will. It's Scherzer. Come on. Um, so here's the thing. I feel the, like we got Scherzer at minus 125 at home versus them. Over. 
That's what oh, I Deg- is Degrom and Freed? They De- Degrom and Freed are tomorrow. They, they turned it around. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so Degrom and Freed. So, so they, that's what I was just looking on Friday. I didn't see who's Friday or so the, the next day. So yet, the sorry. Mets have so the Mets have played around with it then. Okay, because that yeah. wasn't what it was initially. So What's your take on this one? Listen, so, Jacob Degrom is the man, right? But he has been struggling. Let's so, be honest with this. Well, his last outing was his worst ever. So, ever, but his last three. Yeah. Now he's he listen. Has, if if I give up three runs in any amount of innings, it's not bad. It's Josh Towers. It's Josh Towers. If Jacob Degrom gives up three runs. It's calamity. It's, it's, what happened? So he's done it three games in a row. So just full disclosure, I'm I have mo- so many bets on the Braves to win the NL East. So, but now yeah, for people like who it, are okay. here, for people who are now, their opportunity to bet the Braves right now is at about plus two fifty ish on average. So the Braves are one game back in the standings, but remember the Mets have the tiebreaker. So in effect, they're two games back. And the outcomes last night, the Mets winning and the Braves losing, what it essentially does, the main thing it does is the Braves to get ahead of the Mets in these next three games would have to sweep. If the Braves win two of three, we're back to a tie in the standings with the Mets only win the tiebreaker, then facing those mm-hmm. complete, you know, just nerve-wracking series at the end of the year. Would you bet the plus 240? Listen, I don't have faith in Jacob today. I've never not had faith in him before. Or tomorrow, sorry. And you, and you know him well. Here's the other thing. Max Fried's only going to go about five or six because they've already cut his innings back to get him ready for the postseason because both these teams are in. Jacob DeGrom has given up home runs in three straight games in five of his last six. I don't think that's ever happened. And the Braves right? hit the ball out the park. And they can they yeah. can smash, right? And yeah. Scherzer, I love. If it's a day game, i got to take the Braves. If it's Scherzer, I don't know what game he's throwing, right? And so there's a lot that comes into this. And, again, I hate to say this, but it's the Nationals, it's the Marlins, but you're, I'm packed up and I'm already at home and I'm playing on house money. It's tough to face those teams. This is going to get very interesting. I love it. So uh, imagine Braves win two of three. Massive, massive difference to win the division and get in there on the wild card. Oh, on this, it is everything. Because it, it just messes up your whole thing moving into the postseason. And then again, both these teams become even more dangerous because they're playing these meaningful games walking into the end I of the season. I need an answer, Josh Towers. Who's winning the division? We got 10 seconds, Josh. Atlanta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, from your lips to God, as my mom used to say. <laughs> Josh Towers in studio. Thank you, Josh. Always Thank you. appreciate it, Love man. It. Uh, it's going to be fun no matter what this weekend. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm going to go do the Megapod. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.